Section 6 of Christmas and Christmas Lore. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Christmas and Christmas Lore by Thomas G. Crippen. Section 6 Holly and Ivy. Of these plants, it was early remembered that ivy had been the badge of the wine god, Bacchus and it was therefore usually banished to the outside of the house, which the holly, bay, yew, and fir adorned within. Many old songs tell of rivalry between the holly and the ivy. Here is one which must be as old as the 15th century. Nay, ivy, nay, it shall not be, ye wis. Holly hath the mastery as the manner is. Holly standeth in the hall, fair to behold. Ivy stands without the door, she is full sore a cold. Holly and his merry men, they dance and sing. Ivy and her maidens weep, and hands ring. Ivy hath a kibe, she caught it with the cold. So may they all have that with Ivy hold. Holly hath berries as red as any rose. The foresters, the hunters, keep them for the dews. Ivy hath berries as black as any slow. There comes the owl, and eat them as she go. Holly hath of birds a full fair flock. The nightingale, the popinjay, the gentle laverock. Ivy, what birds hast thou? None but the owlet that cries, how, how. There were some, however, who thought of the feeble ivy clinging to its needful support as a lively emblem of human feebleness clinging to divine strength. Some such thought may have been in the mind of the old minstrel, who sang, Ivy, chief of trees it is, the most worthy in all the town. He that saith other doth amiss. Worthy is she to bear the crown. Ivy is soft and meek of speech. Against all bale she is bliss. Well is he that may her reach. Feni corona beris. But in the minds of not a few, the sombre foliage of the ivy was associated with thoughts of the grave. The best known of all ivy songs is that which tells how, creeping where no life is seen, a rare old plant is the ivy green. When this thought is predominant, it is only reasonable that the symbol of mortality should be thrust out from the house, where all the inward adornments tell joyously of his advent who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light. As the ivy was the coronal worn by the heathen in honour of Bacchus, so the holly, with its sharp prickles and blood-red berries, was thought to image forth the Saviour's crown of thorns. This thought peeps forth from another old English holly song. The holly and the ivy, now they are both well grown, of all the trees that are in the wood. The holly bears the crown, 
the holly bears a blossom as white as lily flower and mary she bore jesus christ to be a saviour the holly bears a berry as red as any blood and mary she bore jesus christ to do poor sinners good the holly bears a bark as bitter as any gall and mary she bore jesus christ for to redeem us all the holly bears a prickle as sharp as any thorn and mary she bore jesus christ on christmas in the morn holly it was generally believed was peculiarly hateful to witches in the west of england it was said that a maiden should adorn her bed with a sprig of buried holly on christmas eve otherwise she might receive an unwelcome visit from some mischievous goblin in germany a sprig of church holly that is one which had actually been used in church decoration was regarded as a charm against lightning in cornwall it was thought to ensure good luck all the year to its possessor in the english midlands the joke was perhaps still is that according as he holly or she holly i e that with prickly or smooth leaves is first brought into the house on christmas eve the master or mistress will rule throughout the ensuing year but usually in yuletide folk song holly is male and ivy female as in the carol quoted above in another of the fifteenth century holly and ivy contend for mastery thus then spoke holly i am fierce and jolly i will have the mastery in landers where we go then spake ivy i am loud and proud i will have the mastery in landers where we go the text is a little uncertain the latest editor reads i am loud and proud with apostrophes i e loved and proved which certainly seems best to suit the context for in the final stanza holly kneels in token of submission akin to this is a superstition that holly affords protection or brings good luck to the men of the household and ivy to the women in this connection it may be worth while to quote a holly and ivy song from a manuscript in the british museum additional three one nine two which is ascribed to king henry the eighth and was almost certainly set to music by him as the holly groweth green and never changeth hue so am i ever hath been to my lady true as the holly groweth green with ivy all alone when flowers cannot be seen and greenwood leaves be gone now unto my lady promise to her i make from all other only to her i me betake 
it would be interesting to know to which of his six wives this ditty was addressed. End of section 6 Read by Jane Bennett